Blog Talk Radio. The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality and listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice tips and insights for growing your business now here's your host kelly scanlon Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is going to tell you how you can ignite growth in your business. Her name is Pam Harper. She's the founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement, Inc. And for more than 20 years, she's helped visionary leaders just like you accelerate from big ideas to big results. And that's led to hundreds of millions of dollars of value in both top and bottom line growth. Clients have run the gamut from entrepreneurial, mid-market, and even Fortune 500 companies and across more than 30 industries. Pam's been quoted in and featured in or written articles for many prominent business media, including Business Week, Investors Business Daily, and many, many others. And she has her own radio show, her own podcast series called Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. She's here today to talk with us about Be the Disruptor, Not the Disrupted. Welcome to the show today, Pam. Oh, it's my pleasure to be on, Kelly. Okay, great title, Be the Disruptor, Not the Disrupted. We can go in so many directions with that, but let's just talk about um, right now there's this big push with innovation. Uh, Here in Kansas City, there's a great big startup community, a lot of tech accelerators, a lot of innovation, the buzzwords innovation, Mm -hmm. Um, and they're the ones that are supposed to be disrupting everything, but you say that even the most innovative companies can be disrupted. What do you mean well, by that? Well, that's right. What and do you mean fact, by that? In uh, fact, I would say not only the little companies are the disruptors, the big companies can disrupt the little companies. Mm-hmm. Everybody can disrupt each other uh, because really the uh, pace of technology and the change in demographics, there are so many forces that are going on in the landscape. And uh, so often what's new and notable today can very quickly become a commodity or Mm -hmm. irrelevant or even obsolete. Yeah. What are some of the things that, well, you just mentioned, there's just so many things that can cause that disruption. Well, what are some of those uh, that can cause you to become obsolete? What are some of the things that you need to be looking for as a company? You might feel safe. You may, in fact, feel like you just disrupted something. That's Uh, right. But what are some of the things you need to be constantly monitoring so that you don't become the disrupted? Well, I start to talk about that, which is, again, think about the fact that, oh, maybe 10 years ago, did we all say there's an app for that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So technology, the cloud, where was that? Mm -hmm. Uh, The Internet of Things, all all of that. One side of it is that the technology changes, and that changes everything, and it changes every day. The other side of it is, think of who's coming up right now, the millennials. Right. Millennials have different expectations and needs than boomers or 
Gen Xers, you know, we all have different ways that we interact with the world. So I may not think about using texting, say, the same way that somebody else is using apps, the same way as somebody else insists. I still meet them on uh, using hard copy newspapers. Uh, you know, so we all have different ways of interacting, and that means that there's no one right way that our business model is going to work. So these are some of the factors. Just take, for example, remember TiVo? TiVo was uh, was uh, the thing that you did back in the 2000s. And you go from taping on your VCR to TiVoing. And everybody's talking about TiVoing. And uh, TiVoing became, uh, it was at its rise in uh, 2006. And just recently, I noticed that they were bought by Rovi. And it was primarily for the value of their patents because the technology changed. People's expectations changed about what they needed to go to to get their favorite show. Now we video stream, don't we? You know, there's video streaming, there's everything else. Here was this innovative company, startup, and they were the thing. And then they became a commodity and then they were disrupted by even larger companies. So that's an example. That's a great example. One of the things that I think a lot of business owners uh, struggle, maybe too much of a word, but um, have to contend with, though, is they see something that looks like it's a trend and they're doing really well. And sometimes, you know, you, you have to stop and think, okay, is that a, just a flash in the pan? And if I start putting all my energy towards chasing that or trying to be better than that, uh, and then it disappears in six months or a year. Have I really wasted a lot of resources and time? How do you deal with whether or not something's here to stay or whether it's something you really should pay attention to or it's just a distraction? One of the things you can do is instead of just looking at what people say, like people will say, oh, I think it's wonderful to uh, – to uh, do this one thing and you really focus on, well, they, they said that they really wanted this. You know, we will all want to please our customers, but you have to look at what people are doing. For example, with BlackBerry, one of the ways that uh, this whole technology came to pass was not just by what people were saying, but uh, the uh, founder was looking at the fact that executives were rushing back to check their email. That's mm. what they were doing. So uh, I think it was Henry Ford who said, if you ask uh, customers what they want, they'll tell you uh, maybe it's a better horse once upon a time. Right. You can't just stay, you can't stay with what customers say, although it is important to consider. So you have to go out and you have to be looking at what's out there and what's happening. Okay. What are some of the things that keep companies stuck in their own orbits of success? I know some people say that especially getting a taste of success early can be a bad thing, but what are, what are some of the things that keep companies from being able to break out? I think you're right, Kelly, that uh, that taste of success is very seductive. In fact, I will say mm -hmm. it's downright addictive. Yes. <laughs> it feels so good. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is hard to shake. I mean, especially because it's so hard to get there. You were talking about the tech community and all of these people are struggling to figure out how are we going to make it? How is it going to work? And then, you know, you can hear the, oh, oh, the angels, uh, it works. <laughs> and you don't necessarily know why all the time. 
it's hard to know why. So then the mind starts saying, well, it worked. Let's just keep going. I want more. Let's keep doing more. And I, when I've worked with uh, clients, one of the big challenges is to shake people free of their habits of thought. And the habit of thought sometimes is that's the way it was always done. Mm-hmm. You know, I came in, sacred, I joined. Yep, sacred cows. Sacred cows, and we know about sacred cows, mm-hmm. right? But it's even things that we're not aware of. So there are the things we consciously tell ourselves, like, that won't work. Mm-hmm. But there's also the kinds of things where we say, I don't even know why I do this. I mean, if we think about, the, if we questioned every single thing we ever did in a day, we'd never get anything done. But when you're looking to become more innovative, that's when you have to stop and really systematically look at not just what are we telling ourselves, but what are we doing that is a habit of thought. It's coming from our thoughts about what we should be doing. Mm -hmm. I like the word you use there, systematically, because you really have to do uh, a a very system-wide analysis. And, you know, don't let the word analysis scare anybody there. Mm -hmm. But I mean, what I mean by that is review, uh, go from every single um, aspect of your company, all the different functions, all of the different uh, tasks that are performed, and, and start really looking at those in, in, a, in a very holistic way and how they interact with each other uh, and see if there's some changes that can be made. Because you do, you get comfortable. And especially if, you you're, and if you're being successful, it's like, especially if you've worked really hard to achieve that success, that, you know, it's like, I don't really want to push too much right now. I want to sit That's back right. and relax a little. That's right. The other thing, of course, is people get a little possessive about their jobs. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about big companies. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I remember one company I went into and um, I was lo- looking at how people were doing things. And there was this one person who was weighing the mail. This was a while ago. <laughs> You know, it's not just the email. I'm talking about literal mail. Why is this person doing that? Well, that's that was Uncle Louie's job. Mm-hmm. Well, Uncle Louie is no longer there. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are all these years later, and somebody is there doing this. Well, because that was the job. And so people get possessive about jobs, and uh, it's hard to to change, really change the way we're doing things. It's It's scary to some people. What does that mean? What does that mean for me? So we've got our own objectives superimposed upon the company's objectives. We want to think maybe that's not the case sometimes, but it is. Oh, it absolutely is. The other thing, you know, you mentioned possessiveness, um, whether that is, you know, this desire to have job security and to protect that job security. But Mm -hmm. um, you also have, and I don't know so much about corporations, but I I know that in small businesses so often, uh, you're just, you you hit the ground running. You know, you start at 4.30 in the morning and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I've got this 8 o'clock radio show that I got to get to. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's just constant, constant, constant. And you don't even have time to realize that while the money's coming in and things seem successful, that you've got this competitor that you didn't even know about, um, or whether it's a, a company or it's a new technology or whatever it is, you don't, you don't, haven't even had time to stop and think about it. How do you, uh, is a long way of asking you, in, in all of the craziness and busyness of running a company, how do you um, make the time or set aside the, um, the resources and the time to to do these kinds of exercises where you really stop and look, is it, is it a discipline? Do you hire somebody from outside the company to come in and help you? How, how would you recommend that you go about this? 
you can do everything you just said. One of the things, because we are a boutique firm ourselves, uh, you have to commit to a game-changing mindset. And that comes from accepting the reality that the world is changing so quickly. And rather than seeing that as a threat, to see it as an opportunity. You know, what more could we be doing to change the game and redefine what's possible? And uh, so, for instance, what we do is periodically, uh, my partner and I will sit down and we'll talk about what is it that's different today than was. And we get this from talking to our clients. We get this from talking to our vendors. We get this from talking to uh, just looking around and saying what's different. It's a discipline. And that's how we came up with Growth Igniter's Radio, to tell you the truth. So how did that Uh, happen? Well, um, I was talking to some CEOs uh, about coming to uh, meetings because I also sit on the board for the Association for Corporate Growth in Mm -hmm. New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were saying, you know, it's hard to come to meetings. Well, we do get a good turnout, but these, you know, you're always looking for how do you get more people to an event. Absolutely. And um, they said, it's so hard to to break away. If we could just have something that we listen to Mm. and we could listen, just like everybody on this uh, podcast is listening right now. We want that. We want to hear from lead world, you know, game-changing thinkers. We want to hear from uh, best-selling authors and all of this. And I said, oh. And then I started recognizing that podcast technology was in a different place. It was being accepted as legitimate. Yes. And we said, people want to listen. They can't break away. Now the technology is better. Put it all together. I, I imagine some similar thinking on your part. Voila. So we said, let's give it a try. And in uh, February of 2015, we launched. And since then, we've been getting more and more and more listeners. And we all work together. So we talk to other people about what they're doing. And that's how you do it. You have to keep this game-changing mindset, first and foremost, no matter what you're doing. It is a commitment to your customers, to yourself, to staying relevant, all of that. Right. And thinking bigger listeners especially, they're, they're very, as I've said before, very busy people. And having the ability to hear things, like you said, the audio while they're doing mm-hmm. other tasks is a, is a mm-hmm. great thing. They're being educated. They're being introduced to thought leaders. So tell us about, I, I, want, I want to expose them to Growth Igniters Radio. Tell us a little more about what it is you talk about and some of the types of guests that you have on your show. Well, the idea is to be for and about uh, the game changers, the visionary leaders, the people who have that mindset, and we envisioned it as a community. And uh, the idea was to have conversations, much as we're having, with, uh, with people who are, who are doing this so that the listeners, our listeners, could uh, gain new insights and inspiration and immediately useful ideas. And the idea was you could be listening while you're on a flight yes. around the world. You could download, just say, 10 minutes at a time. Or you can listen the whole way. Maybe you're on a flight to Beijing. <laughs> uh, you know. And uh, so we tested that out. And uh, always with the idea that people will come away with, we can distill down something that's conceptual into immediately useful ideas. You, you're done listening. Okay, I'm going to make a note to do something different 
the result of that. Yeah, and, and I like that, that immediately useful. That is what all of our articles at Thinking Bigger, what we hope to achieve with our podcast too. If you can just, if you listen for 10 minutes or if you read an article that you can take away at least one little nugget, maybe not the entire article, but at least one little thing that can be helpful and change. Okay. So, so speaking of those little nuggets, those immediately useful things, what are some of the practical ideas that these business leaders that are listening today can use to ignite and sustain momentum so that they can become the disruptor and not the disrupted? First of all, commit to having new types of conversations with people, not just your employees, but also people who work with you, especially if you're a small business. It's likely that, like all of us, we have vendors, we have partners, alliance partners, outsource providers, and they have tremendous intelligence. Mm -hmm. I found, for instance, that when I started asking, how do you do what you do? We have a producer. How do you do what you do Mm -hmm. to to, uh, bring this about? Uh, It provides us with new ideas for what we could be doing differently or even better. Uh, and uh, in a company that's larger, for instance, you have people maybe who are uh, perhaps you have accounts receivable, people who are handling accounting. That person is in a tremendous position to be providing intelligence. So are the marketing people, the customer service people, uh, the people who hire people, mm-hmm. depending on how large you are. But uh, collectively, this gives us all kinds of information that we can take in. So commit to having at least one or two new types of conversations with people inside and outside the organization proper to find out, and of course our customers, but to find out what's going on. And that's a good starting point. You know, another thing that I, when we talk about using uh, the people that are around you uh, to tap into, social media, my Facebook stream, and because I've got a lot of business people on it, of course, and we follow a lot of businesses, and uh, same way with Twitter, I, I, I can't necessarily say that I ever made a sale as a result of social media, but the kinds of intelligence that I have gained uh, from just following it, it, you know, I guess some people would say lurking, uh, has been incredible. You know, to mm-hmm. find out what, what's going on in different businesses who could become our potential customers or, or just to give us an idea of, of some of those trends or what's going on in that big old business world out there. I mean, it, you're right. You ha- there's so many places you can tap into. But I interrupted you. So. That's right. <laughs> well, that's right. And so, but you're absolutely, absolutely right, Kelly. Uh, making sure that you get this intelligence from social media podcasts like ours, Mm -hmm. you know, all of ours. Uh, The thing that you have to watch out for is making sure that you're not spending so much time or you're listening to things that may not be as relevant or looking at things that's easy to get caught up. Mm -hmm. So it's being selective and it's committing to a certain amount of time, but always at the same time as you're out and about in the course of a day, think about what, what do I want to learn today? What do I need to know that's going to put me in touch with what's new that I could apply to my business? That's great advice. Yeah, be that lifelong learner. That's right. And you have to be because the world keeps changing. We are in such danger when we think that the world is the same as when we started our business or it was even a year ago. 
Yeah. I was on a, a panel many, many years ago with a gentleman here in Kansas City who, you know, is internationally known now. And somebody asked him a question about, when did you know you were successful? When did you know that you could just kind of take a deep breath and say, I've made it and start to relax? And the look on his face was priceless because he said, you can never get complacent. He said, about the time I get complacent, he said, there's going to be some new technology or there's going to be a lawsuit or there's going to be yeah. something that just upends everything. And um, he, he just looked so puzzled by the, that anybody <laughs> would even ask that question. Yes. Well, you know, I say to people, in fact, I was, uh, I was uh, moderating a panel of uh, CEOs for, that had won an award for a corporate growth conference I chair. And we were talking about that very same thing. And what I say is the moment that you uh, are successful, you have to also be looking at what's next. Yes. What's next? Where are we going to need to go next? And when you hold on to that, that tension between I'm successful today, we're successful today, what's next? That's where the action is. Mm -hmm. Yes. And and I think that sometimes – I think that sometimes a hard thing for business owners to realize is how, okay, at this level of success that I've achieved, and of course, we haven't even talked about how you measure success or how you, I mean, that's all important too, and there's ways mm-hmm. of doing that. That's a whole other conversation. But you've reached that level, and how how strong of a foundation do you need to be there before you can go to the next one? Because managed growth is very important as well. You know, if it's if it's something that's not sustainable or if you need to put more effort into, um, you know, shoring up the position that you're in now before you go to the next level, that's very important too. So, um, but you, you always have to be thinking, as you said, constantly thinking about the future. As we leave here today, what are what are some final thoughts that you would leave our audience with? It's important to not only uh, think about what's next, you have to think about what you're doing in the here and now Mm -hmm. to make yourself excellent. So innovation is that that pathway between being excellent today and being able to be excellent tomorrow. Ah, great, great way to end that. So how can we find out uh, where to listen to your radio show or your podcast? I keep calling it radio, but I (laughs) came up in radio. Well, it's it's podcast. It's yeah. growthignitersradio.com. And it's Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Growthignitersradio.com will take you to a directory of episodes. Okay. So all complimentary, all free. And they're out there, uh, wonderful people, CEOs, award-winning CEOs, best-selling authors. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And so growthignitersradio.com. And then for your um, everyday business uh you have a website as well that yes it all actually is residing on the same website ah, okay it's uh the website for business advancement inc which is businessadvance.com and uh we also i also have a book that i uh wrote uh, you uh mentioned before mm-hmm. that's on amazon and uh, it came out in 2002, but the basic principles still hold true, which mm-hmm. uh, is preventing strategic gridlock. It's on Amazon. Yeah, be the disruptor, not the disrupted. Go get the book, and you can listen um, 
every week on growthignitersradio.com. And if you'd like to check out Pam's business, go to businessadvance.com. It's been wonderful having you here today to share all of this information. And uh, I think there's probably more than one takeaway that people got, one immediately uh, uh, applicable thought that people can <laughs> start start applying right away. So uh, if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>